3: And I'm a Cowboys fan, so we're going to start right there and talk all about it. Hello, Thursday Night Football right into a football Friday. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, that game gave me a headache. Like, I don't feel well after watching all of those penalties. I mean, the back and forth. (laughs) The decision making by Mike McCarthy. There's so much to unpack from this Thursday Night Football game. I don't even know where to begin. I have so many things written down in my notes. And there's a ton of sports to talk. We're, we're going to get to the Knicks, barely beating the Pistons. We're going to get to the Nets, blowing a game against the Hornets. We'll get to the puck, the Islanders. I mean, Devils get another good win. But let's start with the football. Like I said, it's a football Friday. It's already Friday morning. Happy Friday to you. The, the time is flying by. Let's go back to last Thursday. That's what set up this game right here. Thursday night football a matchup between two teams that played on Thanksgiving and had completely opposite Thanksgivings. You watched. I mean, I watched, I bet, and lost a bunch of money on both the games. And, man, when I step out, I delete the app, and I don't bet on a game tonight, That tonight's the game you bet. I'm looking at BR betting, and there are people that put $100 on DK Metcalf to score three touchdowns and turn that into 14,001. <laughs> That's a a plus $14,000 win off of $100 thinking that, hey, maybe DK Metcalf can go out there tonight and have the best game of his life. You can't make this up, right? That's the whole tagline of the NFL this year. It's not scripted. You can't make this stuff up. The books love that because then that makes people bet the three touchdowns every week. It, It doesn't happen. Like, DJ Moore hit that earlier in the year, I think, on a Thursday night football game against the Panthers. Revenge game. But that it just doesn't happen. Anyway, enough with the, the gambling and betting. Like I said, I'm out. I'm out this week. Deleted the app, taking a week off. Got a cool off. But yeah, Thursday night football. The Cowboys last week had a game at home. They don't lose at home. The Cowboys had a game at home where they were kicking their feet up fourth quarter. They absolutely rolled the Commanders. The Commanders are terrible. I told you they're tanking. That's how Tommy DeVito and the Giants put 31 up on them. They suck. But the Cowboys are eating turkey legs. There was a clip of Zach Martin saying to Dak Prescott, like, I was hoping you got us out by the fourth quarter. A lot of times, the Cowboys haven't had to play a game like they played tonight where they have to play all four quarters because they've played teams that are bums under 500. So the narrative, right, coming into the game, the Cowboys haven't beat anybody. And you hear me say all the time, they're frauds. But are they complete frauds or just fraudulent? They're slightly fraudulent by the way that this game went. But follow me here. The Seahawks were at home last week on Thanksgiving. They had their Thanksgiving ruined by the juggernaut that is the San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Lil Brock Purdy. So Pete Carroll, being the coach that he is, and some of the competitors on the Seahawks team, you guys remember watching them smack the Giants back when we were thinking that they were a peer-tier team to the Giants? No way. But this is a team that at 6-5, and five, now 6-6, six and six, they're coming into Dallas and they're fighting for their season in a weak NFC where they're trying to make the playoffs. They're coming into Dallas after getting absolutely embarrassed on national television knowing that this would be the only game on again tonight. And they didn't want that to happen to them back-to-back weeks. I commend them. They they, they fought. But, man, the NFL is bogus. What did I tell you? How many penalties? I literally have a headache from watching the game. When I watch the game, I watch the game like this. When they break the huddle or at the line of scrimmage, I count the personnel, how many running backs, how many tight ends, how many receivers. Then I try to look at the defense and see whether they're playing them man or whether they're playing them zone. Set hut or here we go, white set. Here we go, white set. Pete Carroll had those guys ready to play tonight. Jamal Adams, former Jet out there. He's from out there in Dallas. Little homecoming for him. Did you guys see Leo? Leonard Williams, former Jet and Giant out there. Geno Smith, former Jet and Giant out there. Those guys played well tonight. Those guys played like they were trying to win. Zach Charbonnet played like they were trying to win. Bobby Wagner, Witherspoon, Woolen. They had some guys out there that were trying to make plays and trying to win the game. And they definitely had the Cowboys on the ropes. If the Dallas Cowboys lose that game, you say that they're frauds. If Mike McCarthy's decision-making cost them that game, the whole narrative is they can't beat anybody good. Mike McCarthy calling the plays. He's not a good play caller. He's not this, he's not that. Did you watch Pat McAfee this week? Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to compliment Dak Prescott and his quarterback play. He went out of his way to speak on that cadence and how he's using that cadence to manipulate defenses right when he sees the defense and he sees his front and they're ready to go and he's got you know what he what he likes protection wise he's ready to call a play here we go and there's a little rock he he rocks forward here we go his hands are out ready for the snap and then it's usually a white set but it also can be a, a dummy call i guess when they break the huddle they might say on one or on two white set that's one white set again that's two they snap the ball the cowboys Man, CeeDee Lamb, dicing him up. CeeDee Lamb is, has hit a different stride. He struggled in the beginning of the year, but I guess Dak Prescott and him got together. Mike McCarthy got together, and they figured it out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about some of the routes, some of the plays that they used to run when Mike McCarthy and him were with the Packers. It's funny when you think about what the Dallas Cowboys offense looks, out, looks like out there with the different formations, using a tight end, handing the ball off to receivers, they were trying to get the ball to Turp and he kept dropping the ball. Tony Pollard touches the ball. Brandon Cooks can get in the end zone. They have designed runs for Dak. It's imaginative. It's creative. It's fun. It keeps the defense on their heels. But then you look at Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets, and you think about Nathaniel Hackett had the same quarterback Mike McCarthy had. The common denominator is Aaron Rodgers. Nathaniel Hackett, what offense are you running? Anyway, just trying to mix some Jets and Giants stuff in here as we talk about the Cowboys versus the Seahawks tonight. The Seahawks were fighting for their season, and they're still alive. They're still in it. They're still in the hunt. But yeah, you could tell they were motivated off of the embarrassment from Thanksgiving. It's a week-to-week league. The Cowboys were favored by 10. There were were nine-and-a-half favorites coming into this game. But in a game like that, in a situation like that, a Thursday night football game, a week after Thanksgiving, the only game on, the Seahawks came to play, but all in all, they weren't ready enough to play and beat the Cowboys in a place where the Cowboys don't lose. I think that's 12 in a row in Jerry World. And you know Jerry's greasing those referees. <laughs> you know Jerry's paying those guys to make sure he has his way. 877-337-6666. Deron Bland. Deron Bland, they hyped up. And DK talked about before the game. Deron Bland, I'm going up against Deron Bland. He's got more touchdowns than I have. DK matched his Total, he had three touchdowns coming in the game. He had three touchdowns tonight. Nobody thought. I mean, somebody thought because they betted and, and we're seeing the tickets online. But I don't think anybody thought DK was going in there, matched up against Deron Bland and having the game of his life. Deron Bland was getting cooked. He was getting toasted, roasted, barbecued. But then he fought back, had a nice interception, almost had a second one. Gino almost floated one to him. The Dallas Cowboys, man, they have some players. Obviously, Micah Parsons, Gilmore on the other side at corner. Their whole front, DeMarcus Lawrence, um, Fowler. The, the, the Cowboys have a team. I mean, they they have a team that I don't know how good they are, but we're going to find out in December. We're about to find out. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan my entire life, and, and I keep it 100 with you. I keep it a buck. I don't believe in them. But if they lose that game tonight, the season's over. They win that game tonight, and the season continues because it sets up a matchup against the Philadelphia um, Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> yeah, baseball brain. We're going to get there. The Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles have barely survived their games. They haven't played a good game yet. And now they have to go up against the juggernaut that smacked the Seahawks last week, the 49ers, in their place. If they survive that and they stay healthy through that, they got to go to Jerry World and face the Cowboys, who will now be on extra rest. 87 7, 33 7, 66 66. What else from this game? Man, Dak Prescott. I just watched him in the post game. I'll see if we can get the clip. Not, not because I want to stir the pot anymore, but I do follow a lot of the Dallas Cowboys uh, bloggers, writers, community online. And man, Dallas Cowboys fans were upset with uh, WFAN former host Craig Carton today. Because Craig Carton was talking about the Dallas Cowboys and they got to Dak Prescott and his co-host on his show said Dak is having a kid, he's having a daughter. It was just announced last week he's having a baby in March with this girl. So Craig giving his take. Fleegs that pizza you got? That looks. I just I I just locked eyes on the pizza that Fleegelman has in here. That looks fresh. I just it just broke my whole train of thought. Pizza Fridays. Uh, speaking of Craig, you know how Craig coming in here with the you know Bleeker Street pizza and anyway. Craig had a take about how, oh, Dak is in trouble. Having a kid changes everything. He questioned the girl that Dak is having the baby with because it's not his wife. And, man, that caused a little stir online. Des Bryant attacked Craig, and uh, I caught all of that, and I wondered how that would play into the game. I mean, Dak is tunnel vision. He's not picking up on any of that. But after the game, they just interviewed him. They gave him a gift for his daughter, which is on the way, and I thought about something. Girl, dad, Dak. Kobe Bryant, the girl dad himself. Dak is going Mamba mentality MVP. And this month coming up, where they're going to face the Eagles. They're going to face the Bills. They're going to face the Lions. It's going to tell us a lot about Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. With Mike McCarthy calling the plays for the first year in Dallas and Dak putting up these numbers, it assures almost two things are locked in. McCarthy's going to be the Cowboys head coach for plenty more years to come with Dak Prescott as his quarterback. And they're going to have to pay Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's going to get another extension on that contract. Uh, 877-337-6666. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk Thursday night football to start. Pistons at Knicks. Um, There's no way that the Pistons should play with the Knicks. I mean, the Pistons are potentially the worst team in the NBA this season. But you knew after Brunson only had 12 points against the Hornets, He was coming back big tonight, masterclass, 42 points, six rebounds, eight assists. I mean, Brunson is ridiculous sometimes when you watch him play. I was just watching J.J. Reddick's podcast. Cam Thomas from the Nets is on J.J. Reddick's Old Man in the Three podcast, and J.J. was talking about how when he was teammates in Dallas with Jalen Brunson, he thought he was a good player, but he did not know he had this in him, and he commended him for coming to New York and taking on the spotlight. Taking on that franchise of the Knicks where a lot of superstars shy away from. Taking on the big money, the contract. Man, they didn't pay him enough. That's a steal what they got Jalen Brunson for. That's what the Nets are paying Cam Johnson. Shout out to Cam Johnson. He had a mean dunk tonight. He's playing tough. He's playing better for the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets lose a game to the Hornets that they absolutely should not have lost. The Nets had a three-game winning streak going. They had that game. Man, there was a point in the game I was I was live tweeting everything tonight. This was such a sports night for me. I had my football team on, my basketball team on, my hockey team on. I was having a blast just interacting with people online and, and talking through the sports. There was a point where the Nets were playing the Hornets, and it was 88-88 in the third quarter. And the Knicks were playing the Pistons, and it was 56-56 in the third quarter. So a defensive struggle. And then just an offensive free-for-all in the other side. Defense in the garden. Just shots going up and going in in Barkley Center. 50 years of hip-hop in the Barkley Center. Shout out to DJ Mr. C. DJ Mr. C called in my first night on the fan, my audition night. Uh, he DJed the 50-year celebration at halftime. Lil' Mama performed. DJ Webstar, Black Sheep, Cassidy, and Rock him. Good night. To go to the Nets game, Cam Thomas came back tonight, but the Nets end up finding a way to lose to one of the worst teams in the NBA. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. So the Knicks win, the Nets lose, the Devils get a win. The Devils get another impressive win. I mean, they face off against the, the Flyers. They probably should have handled business sooner, but man, Jack Hughes' little brother, Luke Hughes. We're gonna talk about those guys tonight. If you care to talk puck with me, I don't have that much time. We probably won't. But uh, Luke Hughes, call game. In overtime, Devils win. And the Islanders are facing, we're facing the Hurricanes. I was watching a little bit of that on uh, just NHL Tonight and the whip around or whatever. They went to overtime. And the Islanders get a win 5-4 against the Hurricanes. And that game looked like it was exciting too. So Isles fans, call in and weigh in. Devils fans, call in and weigh in. Uh, Knicks fans, call in. I mean, Nets fans, you can too. But I think for the most part, we're going to stick with the football Aaron Rodgers spoke today he said a ton but at the same time I really I don't know I'm kind of over it I get you know I get it Aaron Rodgers is back in the building they got him on the headset he's taking calls in the ticket office he's trying to sell tickets and they're making content out of him throwing the ball and uh you know him being back on the practice field uh he pretty much said you know he wants to come back to defy all of the skeptics all the people that said that he couldn't But it doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't make any sense to put the guy in harm's way, but he doesn't look at it as being in harm's way. So uh, Zach Rosenblatt will join me on the fan later tonight when I have my five-hour KM to AM. So we'll talk to him. He was in the media scrum that got to talk to Aaron Rodgers directly today. But Aaron Rodgers, on the idea that he'd still return if the Jets are out of the uh, playoff contention, he said, I don't think that would make a ton of sense said that if he comes back in general, he would be less than 100%, and it wouldn't make sense to do it if they're out of it. I think if they lose to the Falcons this week, they're out of it. you know. But he said he's not close to being ready to play yet. He didn't rule out playing uh, before December 24th with the Commander's game. His plan is to push it to next week in practice to see where he's at. Anything is possible, this, that, and the other. At the same time, he said, I don't think it would make sense if they're out. Um, So connecting the dots, if the Jets win the next two and he feels up to it, maybe, possibly, maybe, I don't know, he'll play against the Dolphins. But I just feel like, man, this, this whole dream, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing, it is the song that does it and it just goes on and on, my friend. Some Jets fans started singing it not knowing what it was. And they're going to keep on singing it just because. So... We'll see. We can have the Aaron Rodgers conversation, man. I just think it's uh, it's exhausting at this point and not for much. Corey Perry put out a statement. Did you guys see that? I think it was three nights ago or maybe two nights ago. I talked about how the internet detectives just rushed to uh, jump to conclusions and say, oh, Corey Perry was supposed to be a mentor to Connor Bedard from the Blackhawks. I don't know if you guys are following Puck like that, but the Blackhawks released Corey Perry and people didn't know why. Um, and he put a statement out. And he basically made it seem like he was having issues with substance abuse, alcohol. And um, in his statement, he basically said, like, he apologized to all the people. He said, as a result of my actions, there's been speculation and rumors. I'm sickened by the impact that this has had on others. I want to make it clear that in no way did this situation involve any of my teammates or their families. So that's what I was saying the other night when I'm like, these Internet detectives jumped to the conclusion that Corey Perry slept with Connor Bedard's mom. He's got a wife. Corey Perry's got a wife and, and at least one kid that I know of. And, like, Conor Bedard's mom. Who I just like people got to relax with the Internet. They just run with these things. That story went viral. But I wanted to clear that up because I know I spoke on it and we saw that today. Man, there's so much to do. It's 1230. I got a break. And uh, I'm only on until 2 a.m., but I'm back on with a 5-hour KM to AM from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. later tonight. Uh, there's a full rack of calls, so whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll do. I've said enough. Let's take this break, and when we come back, we'll hit it. Keith McPherson on the fan right back after this.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
4: The spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Call us 877 337
2: 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the
1: NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
3: Cosmigo's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. And Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is Dak Prescott. Almost 300 yards. So, <laughs> If you put together the same game parlay and you had Dak at 300 yards, you came up a yard short. And Vegas loves that. The books love that. But no interceptions. Three touchdowns. 29 for 41. 75 QBR, a 115.8 passer rating, and another win and another game that goes into the case. Dak Prescott, 2023 NFL MVP. I know you guys don't want to admit it. I know people want to look at last year and the 15 picks and you know the four games that he missed, and he still led the league in picks. But if you actually look at his numbers... Nobody is doing what this guy is doing in the NFL this year at the position, the premier position in the sport for the most popular team in the sport, the most valuable team in the sport, the team that gets watched the most, scrutinized the most, talked about the most, Dak Prescott, NFC Offensive Player of the Month right now, and my Casamigos Big Shot of the Night, and... He's got to be a top candidate for MVP, not a tush-push boy, Jalen Hurts, who's got all his touchdowns from being pushed into the end zone uh, by his running back and tight end. 877-337-6666. Uh, we're talking Thursday night football. We're talking Dak. But before we do that, I do want to play the clip. You know, because I, I was online talking about uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant right now, he's not really in the best light on Twitter. He's bringing a lot of negative attention to himself. He attacked Malika Andrews over her lack of coverage of the Josh Giddy situation and compared it to what she had to say about Brandon Miller and what she had to say about, um, John Morant. But what she has to say is mostly ESPN teleprompter written by producers. So, uh, Steven, a, I saw, went at Dez and Dez is getting all this negative attention and, uh, Man, in his crosshairs today, tonight, uh, our very own Craig Carton or formerly of WFAN Craig Carton, because Craig had some things to say on the Carton show today that a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans and just, you know, football fans and people in general did not like his take on Dak Prescott becoming a father. Can we play that? Hey, so, yeah, he may look at him, everybody else and he may look at his stats and be like, yeah, I'm having a great season. Things are going well. I'm going to be a father soon.
2: Life is great. I mean, Barb, you're so going to be happening? a father. Dak yeah, Prescott yeah.
5: will be he's a father be soon yeah.
6: in March.
3: Congratulations, Dak Prescott. That's a mistake. My <laughs> <laughs> point to it My point to it all is, at the end of the day, it comes down to beating the Philadelphia oh, Why did you tell me that? That changes everything. Why? What does that change? There goes the Cowboys' season. Oh, oh how do you oh. do that? Oh, no. It just announced the pregnancy Are you not a fan not of fatherhood I am a big years. fan of fatherhood I'm blessed with four beautiful healthy children I so. You have beautiful kids yes. you guys have kids we as well kids. But the starting is kids, kids are beautiful <laughs>
1: Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Wow. I what I to say. Wow. I know you follow me on Instagram.
2: You see my kids. Wow. I don't want to get into it. Wow, they're watching. Just, Quincy, you're my guy. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Just
1: saying. <laughs> I think, they'd be,
5: I not, think
3: not every baby's
5: good Look at true. Some um, of the babies out there.
2: That
3: this is a terrible distraction now for Dak Prescott. How? Uh, he's not married, right? So nope. now I got to
2: question: Is she a gold digger? No. Nope. She might it's not be. I got to question it, right? Uh, number three, you got everything going great. The last thing you need now is the distraction. Shoot or
1: shoot. What are you going to do? I'm having a baby in March. I hope they have a beautiful, healthy child. And he's
3: winning, by the way. I hope it all works out. It will. But this is not what Cowboy this fans want to hear. Oh, man. Uh, credit to FS1 and the Carton Show for the audio. But that brought some negative attention, and I'm sure. Uh, you know, these people online that love to trash WFAN, WFAN's trending. I'm sure they're just going to lump that into WFAN and the rest of our hosts, even though Craig said that on television and not here. But Des Bryant went on Twitter to say, this guy Carton with this terrible, thuggish background spent a year in prison defrauding other people for money and uh, to fund his own personal gambling habits, but had the nerve to speak on you. I bet he was mad his mama named him Carton. So he took it out on his clients. What a effed up name to have, by the way. You see, he's still privileged with opportunities. Carton's supposed to be thrown under the jail cell. And Fleegs and I were laughing about it because I guess Des Bryant thinks that Craig's first name is Carton. But he put a screenshot from his phone going on Google Chrome. And the Google search reads, Craig Carton convicted felon. So if you searched... Craig Carton convicted felon why did you put out a tweet that now over half a million um, um, half a million people have viewed on Twitter? why would you put out a tweet at 539 that says <laughs> uh his mama named him carton I bet he was mad his mama named him Carton I don't know Dez is Des is gone through some things hopefully Dez is good but yeah Dez is a cowboy former cowboy Cowboys fan and Cowboys fans are all over Craig. And, uh, yeah, Dak went out there tonight with the girl dad energy. He won the game. He added to his MVP case, and he got my Casamigos big shot of the night. Mike is out in Queens first up on the fan. What up, Mike? What up, Keith? What's going on, big bro? You know, only a little bit of time tonight, but uh, doing what I can as quick as I can. I feel you. I feel
0: you. Well, I got three words for you, man. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> my man how about them cowboys how about them cowboys i i i can't believe it dude listen about dak man everyone needs to start putting some respect on his name dude like if he did not have that star on his helmet everyone would be praising him already like he was the mvp mm-hmm. like you just said man like jalen hurts with his tush push and those touchdowns what, what does Dak have now? Like, in the last seven games, I think it's like 23 touchdowns and two interceptions.
3: Yeah, I got to go look not, up the numbers, but no quarterback in the league is playing better than him right now. Nobody. He's got 23 touchdowns on the season, six interceptions. He's about to break 3,000 yards the next game he plays.
0: Dude, nobody is playing like him. I, I, I just seen on Instagram, his odds went from, like, uh, for, for MVP went from, like, Plus eight hundred or or something like that, down to plus five hundred after tonight's game. And like,
3: even he's gonna though face, like, he's going to face Jalen Hurts next week head to head. I think Jalen Hurts' gonna case be, uh, is going to take a hit the
0: next couple weeks. Oh my god, dude! I can't wait. This is what I've been. I mean, we we've, we've spoken about this in the past couple weeks. Like, like I, this is what I've been waiting for. Is December tenth. Like, Me it's too. been marked on my calendar. It has been marked on my calendar. Because they're if they be
3: beat planning. them, Mikey, you know what it means, right? They beat exactly. them, Exactly. the division is in play, and then it's bigger things play. are in play for the the postseason and the rest of the year.
0: Yep, and, I mean, they're going up against the Niners. You know what's going to happen there. It's going to be a big game. We hope, we hope you know, what, what's going to happen. It's going to be, gonna be a smash-mouth
3: football game. Brock Purdy didn't yep. survive it last year. There's going to be casualties. Yep, exactly. We, and who knows if they
0: stay healthy? Even if they like, let's say they do pull through. Who knows if they stay healthy? They got to come into Jerry World, which I don't want to correct you, but we're actually now fourteen and zero going back to last season. Oh, is it fourteen zero? Wow. Yeah, dude, we're fourteen and zero. I think we were five and zero against the spread up, up until tonight. We were five and zero against the spread, but we were we We're now fourteen and zero going back to last season, and they got to face us in Jerry World. You know what's going to happen. That game is going to be insane. We're, it's going to go off. Like, we we should have won the last game. Yep. There's, there's no, like, I, I just, I can't see them beating us this time.
3: I can't taper see them beating us. With your, taper Dak your playing, expectations. Don't get, don't get, you know, don't get
4: set know, up for I'm disappointment.
0: Listen, I'm not a delusional, listen, I'm not a delusional Cowboy fan. I'm not one of those. Like, I honestly, like, I've always said, you know, Dak, chokes like he does like he in the big moments he he fails but he's playing on another level this year i've yeah. never seen him it's man mike mccarthy play like it's, it's it. him
3: and mike mccarthy it's the, the play Together. calling of, of mike mccarthy
0: dude he's letting he's what he's doing is he's letting dak make his, make the decisions yeah. he's
3: letting him play his game and it's the let reps, let dude. He, he's in his eighth year. He's the longest tenured quarterback in the league. So that means he's I been know. with his team longer than any other quarterbacks in the league. There's something to be said about the experience. Mike, you're the man. Thanks for the call. 877 337 6666. Matt on Long Island, next up on the fan.
6: Hey, Keith. Love the show as always. Thanks for being my call. Just I'm bringing the Cowboys. Not a fan, but I guess I like it because like it when Dak Prescott went. Feels good in fantasy. I like it when CD Lamb catches my anytime touchdown bet. So I'll just say that.
3: <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they went crazy tonight. Like a, a lot of people's I mean, fantasy implications off of that game. Uh, from CD, I mean, from Dak, from DK, from Geno, I mean, from Brandon any Aubrey, the kicker. Pretty much
6: it, honestly.
3: Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah,
6: but yeah, I mean, yeah. See, week 13 rolling December football starts Sunday. But I want to bring the main point. Not a fan. I respect you guys, but. I think now as the fun is fun. I'm not taking anything away. Jack Prescott playing MVP football, but I mean, every Cowboy fan knows you look at the next four, and it's starting with next Sunday night against Philly, whether they win or lose against San Francisco. That's December good. football. That's
3: December football. That's, that's all you got to say. December football. It makes and it breaks a lot of teams and fan bases. You're going to find out who is who and what is what when you get to this last part of the season.
6: Oh, yeah, I think we'll find out who, who and we'll find out if press the MVP winner. We'll find out if Cowboys are Super Bowl in the next four games. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Do I think they could beat Philly? Yeah, totally. Do I think they go up to Buffalo? Of course. Do I think they can go up to Miami? Even the Lions at home? That's going to be a tough. But, you know, I mean, you never know. If the NFL crazy things happen, but, I mean, it's going to be tough. And I'll tell you something about Philly. Let's be, I mean, that game was a killer back at Blink. I think everybody knows that. You have to rematch them back at your turf in Jerry World, where you ha- they haven't won there in a while. So, I mean, it all starts next Sunday at the boys, but I'm going to respect Dak. I'll put some respect on name at the Giants fan saying that. He is playing like an MVP right now, and can he continue this? I think With he these can. next four important games.
3: I think he can. Thanks for the call, Matt. I mean, Dan Orlovsky, 13 hours ago on Twitter, said these are as important of two months for Dak and the Dallas Cowboys as they've had in a decade. And he quote tweeted the Get Up tweet which said if he plays the next month like he's played the previous month, he's going to win the NFL MVP. If he continues at the pace and doesn't just completely fall off the cliff, if he continues putting up the numbers he's putting up, Dak Prescott coming off a season last year where he was mocked and ridiculed and and people could not stop talking about the amount of interceptions the guy threw. Talk about a bounce-back year to win MVP. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Yankee fan. And when I watch Garrett Cole lead the league in home runs given up, a lot of us question him, myself included. Is he the ace that was promised? How is he going to adjust? How is he going to rebound from this? And he bounced back, winning the Cy Young. I mean, there's so many parallels between the Cowboys and the Yankees, right? I mean, the Yankees are halfway to where the Cowboys are as far as their championship drought. You know, it's been about 30 years for the Cowboys, 15 years for the Yankees. They're both the most iconic and valuable franchises in their sport. They both had runs in the 70s and 90s that made a lot of their fan base. Going back to Dak Prescott, I found some more of the numbers. Uh, Dak Prescott is the most valuable QB in the NFL per PFF war. Pro football focus has war like we have in baseball. And right now, the most valuable QB in the NFL is Dak Prescott. Josh Impasse young Josh, always on the fan. What's up, kid? Good, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. Having a good night. I mean, I wish the Nets pulled it off, but, you know, the Devils did their thing, and so did the Cowboys, and I'll take two out of three.
5: Well, first with the Cowboys, does the defense play worry well you at all, or as long as the K.O. with the Wills, good. You know what I think
3: it was? The defense doesn't worry me. The defense never gives up that many points, especially at home. But, I like, I think... Like I said, it's week to week. I think they got caught with their pants down a little bit. I think they were chilling a little bit. They were underestimating the offense of the Seattle Seahawks, which has struggled without Kenneth Walker, right? Kenneth Walker is the bell cow for them. Kenneth Walker, in the beginning of the season, was scoring two touchdowns a game. Like, that's how they ran their offense. So they had to adapt, and I don't think they were ready for what was going to happen with um, even Jackson Smith and Jeeba, right? Imagine if the Jets drafted him. I don't think they were ready for DK at all. And it kind of caught them, like I said, with their pants down. Like, oh, wow. Now, they're you know, the, the score, they, they end up trailing. And they had to tighten up at the end of the game and pulled it off. So, no, the defense doesn't bother me. I think it's just this is the NFL. The NFL will humble you. You know, the week before... You are uh, eating turkey legs, laughing about the win. Jerry Jones is saying it's it's the best day that he can remember uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. And Deron Bland is, is making records, making history, setting records. And then the next week, D.K. Metcalf is running right by you.
5: I know because I remember seeing last Thursday night, right, though, not just pull out the CFP. I can't move the ball. No, they only just get a pick six, only touchdown. And I have the Cowboys defense. So and I see before they say there's little of fear in starting this unit. So I'm like, Sure. Put them in, and wow, one sack—that was rough for me. But yeah, I played think,
3: them in fantasy. They had negative one point, I believe.
5: For me, they got me point six. Do you think you do think that Prescott is a top five quarterback in the NFL?
3: I do. I've been doing streams on Bleach Report. I actually, have negative three points in in my uh, main league with you know Cameron Maven and a bunch of other like baseball influencers and people. Negative three. I'm playing against Lacey Brown. I don't know if you guys follow. Lacey Brown, uh, she's really like a a football, a football girl. Lacey Lacey Jane Brown on Instagram. She's got 137 followers. I'm playing against her, and I'm I'm not looking good right now. But yeah, Dak, I've been putting Dak in the top five. All right, so I've been I've been doing streams on Bleacher Report talking about the top quarterbacks and the top MVPs since about week eight or nine. And I've had obviously Patrick Mahomes up there, Jalen Hurts up there, Lamar Jackson up there. Uh, Dak Prescott and I've kinda of flirted with the idea of like Brock Purdy sneaking up there, Tua sneaking up there. Um but but Dak's been in the conversation every week since.
5: And with the that of a rough game. I mean, usually they play really good defense I and mean, Claxing was a little scared, but he came back. Matt just couldn't lock it down. Right? You had Miles Bridges who scores more than Kel Bridges. I mean he had a few nice dunks and then Rozier just went off at the end of the game. In last, but I don't know where. I know they probably wanted to ease Cam Thomas at the game, even though he still got 25 minutes. But so why wasn't he in the last few minutes?
3: Yeah, that's what everybody kept saying, and it's obvious, right? One, it's his first game back. He's missed like three weeks. He's coming back from an ankle injury. They're not going to play him, and they also they they still look at him as a young boy. They still look him at look at him as a young and in the league. Like you know, they they've been playing and winning. They had a three game winning streak without him, so they they stuck they stuck with the rotation to end the game that they've had. um... In theory, you, you want Cam there to get a bucket when you need one, but I wasn't surprised that he wasn't in the game.
5: And with the Devils, it was nice to see, like, Schmidt actually do good. I've seen that going up in the last minute, but that was a power player. she had actually two extra skaters, so I'm blame him for that, but at least he still get 41 saves. I mean, that's just more on the defense. I mean, the defense is not going to give that much chance the Devils getting 41 goals every game last year.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, when the when the flyers scored that one to tie it i'm like oh here we go again i mean but back to back games the devils find a way to win it late in regulation against the islanders and then in overtime tonight and like i said jack uh not jack jack's little brother luke call game he was ready that he just boom that that the puck flew off of his stick and then he celebrated and it was done and it was electric man okay
5: thanks for taking my call good night
3: thanks for the call josh Islanders fans are on the line. We'll definitely talk Isles. I want to hear from you. I feel like there's never any Islanders talk on the fan, and that's a big one tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes who knocked the Devils out of the playoffs last year. 877 337 is the fan in New York, so of course we'll get more into the conversation around the Jets. Aaron Rodgers' return. Uh, we'll obviously talk about the Giants as well. It's always open for that, but I know the real conversation that needs to be had again and again and again is Yamamoto, Yamasoto, Cody Bellinger, and uh, the Mets made another move today. The Mets are making moves. I think making moves is better than not making moves. We'll talk about it. Let's take a break. Uh, I got one more hour left. Let's take this break now, and we'll be right back.